Sports Kita Wrestling with some good news. Finally, we have some good news to cover. Big E, who suffered an awful injury in the ring and in action with WWE some months back, is revealing some positive things about his possible return to the ring after that serious neck injury. Plus, plus, we're not all done there. No, 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 no. Forbidden door. Are we getting Cesaro? There's speculation. Speculation may not be news, but the person that's speculating makes it news, right? We're going to melt up something hot here for you. Plus the latest on Vince McMahon versus everybody, basically, that's that's going on right now. And more legal hound dogs circling the, uh, circling the WWE offices there. Plus John Moxley opens up about his return to health and sobriety what that was like, a very emotional piece of content with him. Rhea Ripley, what is her return like? So many people on the shelf, so many people coming back. It's a real comeback-heavy episode. Plus, we're going to do something really cool on Twitch today. Don't forget to share the link or you stink. It's Sports Key to Wrestling's Top Story of the Day. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out. All right. If you're with us live, don't forget to share the link or you stink. Everyone who's watching right now, hit the like button that you see there on your screen. Do it now. Do it now. Do what it says on the screen. Slam the button and engage with the show. There you go. I am Kev Kellum. That is Jose G. Jeremy Bennett in Nebraska, if you ask you. So much to get into. So much to get into. So much news to cover. And if this isn't enough content for you, we're going to do something special right after this show is done. Uh, if you're with us on the live stream, jump over to our Twitch. We're going to do a Money in the Bank watch along. We're going to watch a classic Money in the Bank match. It's pretty sweet. We're going to watch the first Money in the Bank match. So maybe cue that up on your Peacock, your WWE network, wherever you are, and go check that out. Uh, for everyone on the podcast side of things, thank you guys so much for putting us on the charts. Number one in Israel this week. Number one in Ireland, again, for the Apple Wrestling Podcast charts there. So thank you so much. <clears throat> Let's get serious here for whoa, a second as I burp. Whoa. I'm a professional. I'm a professional. Come on. We're professionals here, man. Jesus. Biggie. Biggie suffering a very, very serious neck injury some months ago on SmackDown, taking an overhead suplex. Uh, and uh, no fault at anyone. These things happen. Wrestling's not ballet. I've seen some serious injuries you guys have. If you've watched wrestling for more than a few years, unfortunately, you're going to see someone get hurt. And I'm not saying that's right, but the way he's come back, his attitude that he's displayed online and social media has been so progressively positive and we we've seen him now discard the neck brace now responding to a wrestling internet darling and she truly is an internet darling jesse devlin how are you she's had her own health issues and love to see her bounce back i've always had great interactions with her uh she just put out a a video saying i think about him all the time you know he's, he's going through a lot he's a good man and he's doing some good stuff and he's trying to get his body right after this big injury and biggie responds by just swiveling that neck around and saying i'm all right yeah. look over that can they can go over here i got all this mm-hmm. range of motion it looked really really good we've also heard that he's been using some kind of i wouldn't say out there techniques these are things i've i've heard some people do this with other parts of the body it's kind of like bone healing uh hydrogen uh, oxygen driven elements i've heard about these i've never seen someone use them this is the first time i actually saw someone use one and he's been using those and all these different treatment things. Obviously, trying to avoid surgery, it looks like, that he's doing. A surgery for him could be pretty serious. And the injury he had was nearly bad. He, he was, uh, you know, a centimeter away from paralysis or worse. So uh, getting a look at this video, you're gonna, it, it'll make you feel good. If you're a fan of WWE and you're a fan of wrestling, it'll make you feel good. Let's take a look at this. Oh, look at you. Sweet as you want to be. You too much. 
I do appreciate it. Thank you for uh, being so thoughtful. Just warmed up this whole area, but you ain't got to worry about me because look at the neck. Look what the neck can do. Look at my neck. Yeah, yeah, look at what the neck can do. I'm good. That's sweet. That's sweet to see. Good to see that. Good, very, very good to see that here. Uh, so, uh, I mean, you hope he comes back to the ring. We don't know. We, I mean, obviously, WWE has to clear him, and the clearing people now to perform in the ring has been such an issue. And uh, with some people, it's it's going to be a, a really challenging one. I don't, I don't think it's still an easy road for him back to the wrestling ring. I'm no, I'm no doctor. Uh, I don't think we got any in the chat <laughs> who are going to tell us what's going on here. But what do you guys think of that? <laughs> Man, I think this is uh, absolutely great. It's, uh, you know, we need some of this positive news, especially since we've had about a week and a half going on two weeks on just complete negative news bombarding everyone. So this is great, um, especially that, you know, Big E is alive. He is able to walk. He is able to move his arms and, and talk. And now he's able to move his neck, man. I'm super happy for him. I'm grateful that we get to hopefully see him perform back again inside the ring. It's just a matter of when, not if. Yeah, uh, that's definitely a good sign. Uh, well, I mean, it wasn't too long ago that he uh, just had gotten the neck brace off. So very good sign that uh, to see him uh, moving around like that. And uh, though I, I, I don't think that means an imminent return to the ring, that's still probably a ways off. Yeah, uh, obviously, I would love to see him have some role in WWE content. There's plenty of things they produce. Uh, and uh, hopefully I, he's going to be a part of WWE. Whether or not he's in the ring per performing again, I think he's going to be a part of WWE. So we'll see how this plays out. Uh, he's such a good personality and such a bright light in the wrestling business, so I'm excited for his future. This Sunday, we have Forbidden Door. AEW New Japan Forbidden Door card really coming together in the last 24 hours. Kazuchika Okada confirmed to be a part of a four-way match. Kazuchika. I'm sorry, I said it too fast. Kazuntai to you. <laughs> you know, uh, that's how you. Latinos say it. Kazuchika. That's how that's how Latinos say it. Japanese See? say Kazuchika. Kazuchika. I'm in Humble Park. I got uh, maybe the neighbor is rubbing off of me. That, that's where I am. What was the name? What was the name last night? I forgot that he was. Oh, he said uh, <laughs> Sekai instead of Sekoa. Oh, so, so, oh, solo Sekai. On. Are you guys getting the tweezers out? Who's got them? You got the tweezers out? Yeah, there you go. All right. I mean, I'm just saying, man, you're a guy that works at radio does voice. Put me back on screen. I'm mad now. Put me back on screen. Now we're having it. Let, let's go. Yes, I'm the guy who's in radio. All right. So I'm holding it down here. That mispronounces I mean, everybody's name. Yeah. Yeah. And you smart asses <laughs> come at me every day. Every day. We're just trying hey, to help. Man, we're just no, we're oh, trying to help helping? you, bro. We're, we're trying to give you a little bit of constructive feedback so you can improve your game it's all out of love then bro. It's why not are you coming smiling out of hate. and laughing at it why didn't you you did you've done this before because it clearly you. triggers you <laughs> yes because you guys love to piss me off i love you boys i love you boys all right so okada appears on the show he's a big name that we've been waiting and we were hoping would get on the show unfortunately brian danielson sadly confirms he will not be medically clear to be on the show uh but says he will have a replacement a suitable replacement one that Excalibur on commentary would later say would be the next member of the Blackpool Fight Club. Kind of a collection of technical, hard-hitting wrestlers led by William Regal. And widespread speculation. Now, speculation is not news. Okay? I put that on an, an emphasis there. That Claudio Castagnoli, right. known to WWE fans as Cesaro, who is a free agent and has been for some time, 
could be the person that is taking his place, and fans have wanted him to show up at everything left and right. It is also worth noting that Johnny Gargano, also out of the WWE system, also known to be a technical wrestling wizard, uh, is going to be in the greater Chicagoland area for the Chicago Sports Card Show. He's been advertised for that for months. It is the same day, though he has emphasized he is not there for Forbidden Door, and he understands people will not believe him when he says that. <laughs> I've talked to people with the Sports Card Show today, and they backed up that story. Doesn't yeah. mean he can't show up on the show. So, uh, but I also understand it, it, it's good that he said that. Otherwise, uh, people are going to put two do it together. Yeah. Oh, look who's in Chicago for Forbidden Door. Yeah. Uh, and and, well, and the folks I the folks I talked to were reliable and have done stuff like this before. And they said, as far as we know, this is what he's doing. You know, Meltzer so, Meltzer basically compared the way Brian has talked about Cesaro before. And what he said on Dynamite last night really matches up to how he's talked about Cesaro in the past. So mm-hmm. that 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 made uh, Uncle but Dave purely suggestive enough. though. It's it's very speculative, but it is Dave Meltzer saying it. You know, so yeah. uh, there's some credibility. This guy knows what's up. He's getting the late night phone calls from Tony Khan. He if 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 there was ever an outlet that it enjoys itself some AEW, it is certainly the Wrestling Observer. It's- yeah. Uh, yeah, and and yeah. he would he would know this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for for a journalist, he he seems to be a little biased, right? I mean, when it comes to AEW, just just I a little. Just, and when it comes to Monday Night it's Raw on GM mode, yes. Oh, absolutely. No, definitely. He's yeah. I was a Shane McMahon's got him in the in his pocket. He does. GM he mode. does. Uh, yeah, it's gotta be, uh, it's gotta be either Zara or Gargano, in my opinion, just because they're the ones that fit the most into Blackpool Combat Club. People are throwing Wyatt's name out there. No, Wyatt's not a technical wrestler. So, uh, he's definitely not going to be the one because remember, this is a guy that's going to be in the Blackpool Combat Club. Uh, Mm -hmm. he he is going to be in the group that was confirmed. And uh, not only is he going to fight Zack Sabre Jr. on Sunday, he is going to compete in blood and guts. A lot of people think he will be uh, in the match instead of maybe Wheeler Yuta. Not sure quite on that yet, but we'll probably learn more once we get closer to the date. But this is... go, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, but this this has Cesaro written all over it, and I will be very surprised if it's not him. I mean, you're right, you're right about that. If it isn't, I'm sorry, sorry, Jose, you were hitting there, buddy. I'm no, sorry, no, you're, yeah. he's right about that. That all the signs do point to Cesaro, but you could also make a strong case for Gargano because Gargano has plenty of experience in war games. So I think that yeah. might be yeah. a contributing factor to why to bring him and be in that blood and guts match. Cesaro also, we can make a very strong case for Cesaro. He's had great matches with Brian Danielson back in WWE and we've known what he can do. And he is also a very good fit from an an aesthetic standpoint to, to the black uh, Blackpool combat club. Going back to this comment, that wasn't the point. The point was, he says the guy that's replacing him as a technical wrestler. He's not saying you have to be a technical wrestler to be in the Blackpool combat club, but the guy replacing him at forbidden door is Mm -hmm. a technical wrestler like himself. Yeah, but also, what if Brian Danielson's working everybody and just wants everyone to be guessing about who's going to be showing up on Sunday? And he's going to be the one wrestling, okay? And maybe it's no. I I don't think that's the case. If if he was wrestling, he would have said it because he would, you know, that would sell pay per views, right? Uh, And this is a pay per view, and he's not on it. I I will say this: this show has been snake bitten by injuries. No Danielson, no Punk, 
Uh, Tatsuya Naito getting an eye surgery. We didn't, know we, were, we, we didn't know if we were getting Okada until last pro, night. Pro you know, wrestling like that. in general has been. WWE's had this oh, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. And I am I'm, I'm feeling I feel bad for AEW for them as well. Because this isn't it, just the, the top of the card. Like they have a bunch of lower card injuries as well. The internet is having such a great time with this whole Okada showing up at AEW because it's mm-hmm. so down the middle, right? So you got the hardcore people that have been watching this pro- the product from its inception and following these people since 2015 watching new japan watching ring of honor those are the hardcore people right now that he's on people that never seen new japan or know okada they just know who okada is because he's from new japan all the wwe guys and all the smart marks from AEW, like new japan's okada so uh so i don't know people are taking it with a grain of salt some people have positive reactions some people have negative reactions it's, it's very interesting how the community is acting I don't know how you could be negative about Okada being an AEW, but <clears throat> I, I, it dude, seems I, silly, I, right? I personally oh, yeah. thought. Oh, once that money hit, I, man, I was like, no effing way. No the only, the only way. issue for me is like, why wait this long to have him come out? Why wait this long to say the biggest guy we could possibly get from New Japan is going to be on the show? Because you can buy the pay-per-view up until it's, even when it starts, you can buy it. So you do it last minute to also, get the last minute buy. WWE has done this. We spoke about this last night mm-hmm. on, on our Twitch stream uh, that WWE has been notorious of doing this, of bringing in a big caliber star right at the last moment to kind of sell that yeah. pay-per-view. I, and I think I agree, that might've been, that might've been a strategy that they used. I don't you know. got, you got a, the hard different element for me though. When you're, when you're talking about a subscription model and a $50 a pop type model, you, you know what I mean? The, you got the yeah. hardcore, you got the hardcores that are already buying it. So now you're, you're throwing in even more hardcore people by last minute, throwing in a guy that yeah. you didn't think was going to be there. Absolutely. Completely agree. Some people again, are not happy. You, you're not, not happy. locked. You're not locked out of. You're not locked out of buying the pay per view. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, you're not locked out of buying the pay per view Wednesday before the pay per view. So, you know, sound True. off on uh, AEW Dynamite and everything going on with the Build the Forbidden Door this Sunday on pay per view. I will be at the United Center. I will be covering the post show media scrum. We will have all of that on our audio and video channels. Subscribe wherever you are. We are uh, we are not too far away from thirty one thousand mm-hmm. on YouTube, and we really really appreciate that. I think we're less uh, than once again, away. we will be live after the show today. If you're with us live, you're watching on demand. Go check out our Twitch. Go check out our Twitch. We're gonna be doing a Throwback Thursday here. Watch along. We're gonna be watching a classic Money in the Bank. And when you guys join our Twitch. What, we're going to ask you what you guys want us to do with Twitch. It's really going to be something you guys have complete dictation over. It's going to be long form stuff. It's going to be a hang. It's not like a formatted show. It's really, really going to be a deep dive. Cool thing to put on the background when you're scrolling around the internet, and you're doing whatever. That's what we want to be. And that's what the show is too, but it's a little bit more intensive. We have some things to cover. So definitely join us over on Twitch. Brand new channel, brand new stuff. Uh, here we have a couple people watching us like this. Like, how do you say this name? Super Mario Sora. Super Mario, Super Mario Dinosaurs. Super Mario Dinosaurs. <laughs> the way he said it. Like, <laughs> sounds like a kid. Door in the British be, Isles yeah, is the new Yoshi. Japan pay-per-view price yeah. on fight. I heard the Forbidden Door uh, in the British Isles is New Japan pay-per-view price on fight. Yeah, so uh, outside of the United States, you can get the show on fight. Uh, and you can get the show on New Japan World. I don't know how soon it will be available in the United World. States if you're getting New Japan World. Uh, so that's their streaming service. And then then it's, you know, $49.99. It's a $50 pay-per-view if you're getting it here in the States with uh, BR Live. 
and traditional pay-per-view subscribers. So definitely go that route. Uh, tickets are hard to come by for this show, by the way. It's sold very, very well. More law firms circling like sharks smelling blood in Stanford, Connecticut. Uh, we've heard about five so far, and possibly two more have joined uh, in basically looking for base investors. At this point, they're, they're looking for any level of investors, but they're looking for base investors. So that's firms, law firms looking for investment firms to join class action lawsuits. It's worth noting, none of these lawsuits have been filed. So there is no direct, you know, direct loaded it's aimed at you know Vince McMahon and WWE, uh, but all these lawsuits are based on fiduciary conduct, meaning basically none of these lawsuits that you're seeing are based on us as, as people who are investors in the company are angry that Vince McMahon had this NDA. No, it's all based on did they misuse money while this was going on? Did they did they do things that affected us as investors? Uh, this happened with WWE when they when they made so much money off the Saudi Arabia deal and they had to delay a television contract and. And you saw some other firms and deals like that coming together. One of them was costly, uh, and they settled out of court with it. It uh, doesn't mean that they were guilty of it. It just means they just didn't want to deal with the problem of it. So it's worth noting that. Um, so this is the same case with this investigation into Vince McMahon, a uh, reported consensual relationship that he uh, did not have anymore and then paid for that to be put into a non-disclosure agreement. How long do these NDAs go back? What other parts of them are? Johnny Ace is involved with it. John Laurinaitis. Vince has to step down. Stephanie McMahon steps in. If you've been following this, there's a lot going on here. There's a lot going on. Now you have these, these legal law firms outside of it hitting it. I got another one of these sent to me in my email the other day. So they're looking for people. They're putting Google ad money into this as well. I know you said you got a couple already. Yeah, uh, I so today, I, it's, you know, this comes with the storm. You know, let me put it this way. You have the NFL yesterday. They were in that ridiculous congressional hearing, which was a complete waste of time uh, of federal dollars and money. Uh, But I saw people saying if they were a federally traded company, it would cost NFL a lot more money to deal with this. And they're not, you know, they're a little bit more private, obviously. Uh, But WWE is a federally, you know, openly traded and openly owned. It's an IPO. And and Diplo 60 today yeah and so the in that we're going to talk about that the stock price went down whole market went down uh but obviously a lot of people are attributing this to the investigation so the market the market as a whole went down i mean Mm -hmm. uh yeah companies are worth like eight nine billion that are now worth seven six billion you know everything's down 20 percent, guys yeah so we're in a bear bear market it's unclear whether or not we can attribute that to this so trying to say that is is a real stretch they were going up until that uh they were going upwards uh until that they were going and yeah, yeah, they were going that did. I think that was it, a, couple, a few hours before we found out about the news. The stock was yeah. up like five or six percent. Yeah, the news dropped, it didn't budge much. And then now this week, we've, we're seeing a little bit of a we're seeing a bit of a dip. I would have thought it was going to be a, a, a little bit more of a drastic drop, but today we're finding out that the valuation of the company, um, it, it dropped quite a bit because of this dip in the stock market. Um, but man, one has to think, man. What did Wall Street Journal do here? Wall Street Journal really opened up a can of worms here. Yeah, because they're down. They're down uh, nearly eight dollars since uh, the fifteenth, which was eight days ago. So this, they're nearly, they're nearly down eight dollars a share. Dip below am, 60. am I a pessimist though, Jeremy? If I think would they be this down anyway with the market going down? I know well, you have the, a the more stocks with crypto. The stock, 
The stock tr was trending up until that news hit. It was yeah, going I'm, up. I'm just saying, would it have gone down anyway with the market going down? Overall? I don't think, well, the way that it was performing, I think it would have had a little bit of a dip, but not as much as we're seeing okay. right now. So it's Maybe a combination of two things. Three quarters. But I think it's a combination of two things because a yeah. lot of times, for example, these investors and these investment groups, and David Barkley could probably, if he's in the chat, he could probably attribute, uh, talk about this a little bit and comment. Uh, but a lot of these guys will wait to see what happens in the news before they make their investment decisions. For example, if this news of the Wall Street Journal would have had happened, the stock probably would have kept going up. But then you mm -hmm. see Elon Musk or you see some, uh, him doing a tweet about Tesla or SpaceX and you see the stock either drop or mm -hmm. go up. So it all depends on the news and what's being portrayed. And I think this news was very influential in the stock price. I mean, since February, it's gone up $10 a share to where it's at now. So at the, at its, at its peak for 2022, it was, uh, it was up $20 from a, the low point in February. It was up $20 just four months later. So it was on a completely upward trend. And now they're, they've lost half of those gains in that four months, just in yeah. eight days alone. Still worth yeah. noting that when this went on the market in like the late nineties, they were trading at twenty two dollars a share. Now you're now you're in the sixties, you know. And it used to be a hundred as well. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, yeah. that was it was going to come down from a hundred. It was going to come down. There was no way like an entertainment stock was going to stay. There. I think I was like nineteen years old when when WWE went public, and I and I put and I bought, bought like three hundred dollars worth of stock at twenty three dollars. So Do you I still have like, all of it? I I have all of it and never cash anything. I just have it there. I just have it. <laughs> I, I just have it so I can say, hey, I own a piece of WWE. There you go. Yeah. So uh, that is the latest on that. No new updates on the investigation itself. Once again, Vince McMahon no longer in the executive branch. An interim chairwoman, Stephanie McMahon, taking his role. John Moxley recently joined his wife, Renee Paquette, on a recent episode of her podcast, Oral Sessions, and opened up about his recent um, discovery of sobriety and his health and going away to rehab and what led to that. Uh, very intimate, very emotional, uh, very, very, very open conversation here, which I, to share that with the world is very, very hard. And this is the most we've heard about it. He's alluded to it in character and in, in promos and different things like that. And obviously everyone knows about it. It's well reported. Um, but to do this in this circumstance, very compelling stuff today. Yeah, the uh, the audio version dropped early uh, early in the day. Video version actually just got uploaded about an hour ago. So if you uh, watch it on YouTube, it is now there to watch. Uh, Moxley said uh, he was in Des Moines on a Southwest flight, and they don't serve booze on Southwest flights, and uh, so he knew that. So he was getting loaded before he got on the plane, and so he was loaded when he landed. Upon re returning home, uh, he noticed that uh, Renee was mad at him and. Uh, mm -hmm. And his worsening condition had become apparent to Renee and several friends within the wrestling business as well. And, and uh, that's when he decided, I cannot go another day like this. I cannot go another day. And he said, it happened in like minutes. I was like, I'm going to go to rehab. And um, Renee said, okay. Uh, according to Moxley, he called the rehab facility on Halloween night. Uh, he says, I was standing outside on the phone with him, giving him my information. Kids were walking up to me while I'm on the phone with rehab, and they're like, trick or treat. And uh, he called an Uber. Maybe it was about 15 minutes from his house. An hour later, he walked into the door and was in rehab. Wow. It's a near uh, two-hour podcast. I'm, I didn't get a chance to catch it. I was going to catch the video version while I worked. I could not. 
I do the audio one at this time. No, so. I mean, that's why we do it. So I will too. catch. Uh, and so Jeremy, will... just to confirm, you did say Des Moines, Iowa. Is that correct? Uh, we got a, we got a viewer, Devin uh, 10K on Twitch asking. Yeah, he was on a Southwest flight from Des Moines, he said. Got it. Got and it. Southwest does not serve booze. So he was he knew that. So he was getting loaded up before the flight. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's nearly, I think it's an hour 45. Uh, I'm going to go check it out tomorrow for sure. Uh, it'll be uh, definitely interesting. I think this is a nice thing in the way that people consume culture and the way we are now and how fast everything turns, you know, that like maybe even 10, 12 years ago, not to say it wasn't like looked down upon, but it certainly wasn't as acceptable to talk about. Like you could talk about it and people knew and a book would come out and a a book would come out eventually years later. Or (laughs) if you were an artist or an entertainer, Oh, that person, we know they had that. They can play that character or they can write a song about it. But it was always controlled. Now with like podcasting and all these different things, it, it, you can you can really let it out the way you want there, and tell that story and, and bear your soul. There was absolutely no way you could openly admit to going to rehab in the eighties or nineties because that was not an acceptable. You, behavior. you could admit it, but you could admit it years after it happened. Yeah. Like acceptable long after it happened. Yeah, the acceptable behavior was to keep going and getting drunk with the guys, basically. Well, yeah. the thing is also that we we as a society didn't start paying attention to addiction to alcohol, drugs, and and mental health until recently, until the last five or ten years. I mean, we, nobody knew that it was June was mental health awareness month. Nobody mm-hmm. knew that that was a thing, you know. The the only those things started becoming more recent, and as we shed more light into it, people will open up to. Uh, to into it so i'm very happy that john moxley was able to share his story with his wife on the podcast um i hopefully in the future i get to interview him i just interviewed w morrissey i got my video dropping tomorrow on uh wrestling with mindset where he shares his story uh about uh battling with addiction and all that stuff it's a great interview so uh man i think this is this is really powerful and really good stuff for for everyone not just mm-hmm. wrestling fans but just as a person yeah definitely uh, yeah, and I appreciate people being sincere about it and 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 uh, being empathetic. I think I think we need to do that more, especially with these people that give up their bodies and their minds in such a severe and drastic way. They make real sacrifices. Uh, speaking of those sacrifices people make in the ring, Rhea Ripley recently suffered an injury, a setback that will take her off the upcoming Money in the Bank card. That is why they had to have a uh, fatal five-way match this past Monday on raw now there's debate about what that injury was how severe it was and how much it would keep her out of action she had to rebut someone on twitter saying it was a lot more than just what people thought it was more than just this one thing and someone saying oh you don't look that injured and it isn't an on the surface injury she said she referenced a brain injury and she took a picture of her teeth her teeth had to be worked on so possibility someone getting your teeth smashed in means you're at the risk of a real concussion too so it could be something she's alluding to but isn't boldly openly saying this is the exact injury so another thing concussions in wrestling i mean obviously it was something that put nearly ended brian danielson's career he had to go through a long long road of recovery to be cleared again uh what is the severity of a concussion every single one of them is different uh, we don't know how severe this one is, but there is some good news here, isn't there, gentlemen? Yeah, according to sources with uh, old Uncle Dave at Wrestling Observer, the uh, uh, expectation from within the company is the injury is not expected to be a long-term one. So uh, no no word on her timetable of return yet. Uh, but I, like, I, like I said, we're probably going to get Becky and Bianca at SummerSlam. If not, then maybe Rhea comes back there. But I would 
maybe expect what they should have done in the first place and just have her take on Bianca at Clash at the Castle. Yeah, uh, it'll be cool. You know, big, big name that I think some people will respond to. You need big matches for that Clash at the Castle show. I'm okay with it. I don't think that's bad, you know? Uh, so uh, certainly interesting here. Uh, worth noting today, they had the Ric Flair press conference in Nashville for the upcoming Ric Flair's Woo! last match, which will uh, broadcast on StarCast and Fight TV, a part of the big convention, the same weekend as SummerSlam, so the night before. Uh, they're going to do a big match there with Ric Flair. That'll be from the Memorial Auditorium there. They moved it from the National Fairgrounds to an auditorium there. Ric Flair very famously had his big match with Ricky Steamboat there. Now, the big telling thing from this press conference, Rick showed up looking like he's in the nines, a charity tie-in. The robe he'll wear to the ring will be auctioned off for a local charity fighting addiction. Very noble thing there. Jeff Jarrett showed up and saying that he's a part of promoting the show. Even though he signed up with WWE, he has partnered with Conrad Thompson to promote and market StarCast. I was like, and you're an executive of WWE. That, that's wild, right? So maybe he just gets to finish his commitments. But the fact that he's there was was odd. He was asked, are you going to be a part of this match with Rick? Because during this press conference, guys, they don't say who Rick's opponents are for this final match. They still haven't said it publicly. And obviously, we, we widely reported it and covered it a long time ago, Jeremy. It was supposed to be him tagging with FTR versus the Rock and Roll Express and one more person, Ricky Steamboat, his longtime singles foe, was offered the match. Apparently, the price is too high, and uh, that couldn't be arranged. And now, there's no illusion. Rick Rick said he 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 just said he wants to be in the ring with a very good wrestler and, and have a very good match, and he wants to prove skeptics wrong and all these different things. And that was answered by Lana tonight. Yeah, and, and Lana said, "Okay, I'll do it." <laughs> so that's, I thought that was kind of funny. Uh, but what do you guys think of this? This it's moved tickets. People have bought things for this there's coming in on board for this thing there was this beef that i perceive as fake between him and jay lethal so maybe it's going to be maybe flair and lethal and it's a singles mm. match because you know because we, we were in six man six yeah. man match tribute yeah. match right they've done these in japan uh you know that's the way liger went out he was in a big match with like eight other people and it's a way for people to say they were a part of this last match and all those special things and i don't and also Rick in this is saying, I'm not going to be the Ric Flair of 1989, but I know I'm going to be better than Ric Flair in 2009. So that's what he's going for. He said he wants to be good. He doesn't think he can be great. Uh, he's doing this with a pacemaker. He's referencing that he doesn't, he's not going to take blood thinners that day. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, oh my God. So uh, there, there's a lot to this. <sighs> um, and I know a lot of people are critical of it, but he's gung ho. You know, he's gung ho to do this. And people bought tickets for it, and Ric Flair is the nature boy, and he wants one last strut to the aisle. He's going to walk that aisle, style, profile. If anyone can make him look good, Jay Lethal can definitely do that. Yeah, he'll dress as the macho, the macho man. Oh, yeah! Couple you, think of... this, you think at this uh, press conference, which was well attended by you know the local press there as well, they had local outlets there, uh, that they would have brought up like whose opponent is and like done some angle and Jarrett was there. And then like, I thought they would do something maybe with Jarrett. Jarrett would be a good opponent for him as well. If he's going to do the singles thing or say it, it's also worth noting, you know, is the, is somebody holding this up? You know, like there's already been a hold up with Ricky steamboat is, is did AEW step in and say like, no, we're not going to have FTR do this. We're not going to allow that. There's a lot of speculation here on, on the surface about what's going to go on. Uh, and it will certainly be noteworthy to go down the, that last weekend of July. Uh, so why don't you do this one important thing? Go over to twitch.com backslash, backslash 
Twitch.com. Twitch.tv. Twitch.com Twitch. might bring you somewhere different. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, shit. All right. There we go. Uh, they, might have bought, they might have bought that out, too. Who knows? Uh, we have the did. link in the chat. Go there. Twitch.tv, Sports Keto Wrestling. All one word. All right. Go over there. We're going to watch the first Money in the Bank match. That's WrestleMania, right? Am I correct? It was WrestleMania. WrestleMania so 21, you know. baby. And yeah, by so the way, if you guys, if you guys, when you guys tune in, make sure you fire up your Peacocks or whatever WWE network you're using on your device. Jose, that's vulgar in. language. Fire up man. your Peacocks. Fire up Peacock. your Peacock. And you're going to go to the timestamp 2650 on WrestleMania 21. Again, timestamps at 26 minutes and 50 seconds. That's where all right. So join us for that. Money in the bank starts. A couple of quick uh, news hitters here that came in late in the cycle today. Lady Frost uh, has announced that she's asked for her release with Impact Wrestling. She signed with them just in uh, November of 2021. She's been out of action for some time now, mm-hmm. as uh, she's undergoing a minor surgery. She took to Twitter today to uh, thank the incredible fans, staff, and locker room, but uh, has asked for her release. And Bet Online has officially released the first set of odds for the 2023 Royal Rumble winner. Cody Rhodes is an overwhelming favorite right now at five to four, followed by the rock at 11 to two, which is interesting to see. He is the second best odds. Big E who we just talked about, led the show with at eight to one tied with Roman reigns at eight to one Braun breaker, 12 to one along with drew McIntyre and riddle and Seth Rollins. Brock Lesnar, Gable Stevenson, and Theory are at 16. I, I can't believe there's people talking about Royal Rumble odds this early in the year. I mean, we're not even. Well, no, this let's, is. Uh, let SummerSlam happen first. <laughs> no, this, is, this is bet online. It's like, people, it's like people jumping at Christmas without even acknowledging Thanksgiving or Halloween. Come on. It's bet online. They want your money right now. They want you to bet right now. So, yeah. We, we also, it's worth noting, we have to say this sometimes too. We accept no, we're, there's no official endorsement or anything like that. We that do not so. participate in that. No, no. Yeah. So All there right, you guys. go. I can't do the thing. Dan, Dan go join us on twitch.tv. Twitch.tv. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. We're, we're going to start. We're going to start in less than a minute. We're going to start in less than a minute. You better mm-hmm. join us over there on Twitch. Throw back Thursday. Boom. Uh, Check out all the cool stuff we have up on the channel as well. Some fresh interviews with some of the big names in wrestling. Brett Hart. All right, uh, Alberto Del Rio. Those are up on our channel now as well. All that good stuff. And download the Sports Kita app. It's available on Apple devices, Android devices. You can you can curate all the news that you want by based on specific names. Isn't just WWE, great stuff on NFL, Major League Baseball. The most personalized sports app that you can get. Thank you guys so much. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Kev Kellum. You can follow Jose G on the Instagram and the Tiki Talk Wrestling with Mindset. Dude, great interview with Morrissey. Just really, really good stuff wait until you see the whole thing Good. tomorrow it drops tomorrow morning 8 a.m yeah the, the clip really got me so I'm, I'm looking forward to it jeremy bennett in nebraska if you ask yeah is doing this twitch thing every wednesday by the way with getting over with twitch so definitely go check out our twitch and get on board with it. if you're not a twitch person you can still watch on desktops and stuff like that too so thank you guys so much all right remember when watching wrestling do the most important thing which is what gentlemen you need to take a deep breath need to let it go. need to head over to Twitch. Make sure you go to Sports Keto Wrestling. Tune into the watch along and enjoy wrestling. Kazu. Yeah. Kazu. Chika. No. Kazuchka. Yeah. Kazuchka. God bless you. Kazuchka.
Kazuchika. Okada. Sakoa. Max. Sakoa. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.